0: Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to, 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 to the Armin show, okay? We got new intros every time. I tried a few, but I went with that one. Now, this is episode 31 on December 1st. The episode number no longer matches the day of the month because we are out of November. It was going to happen sometime, and that time is now. We are in December 2017. Time moves quickly. You don't realize how quickly time moves. This is a message to everybody. Until you do something that involves use of time. And suddenly you're like, whoa. That stuff rolled. Okay. Putting that aside, this episode I have some actual, not just actual, some focused content that I want to include from public media. Today a video on YouTube was posted, Jay-Z discussing with the New York Times individual a conversation he had with him, and why do I like this? Number one, good old Sean Carter, aka Jay-Z, has messages of depth. I could do a whole episode on quotes from his lyrics that have depth in them, because that's all I look to. I don't look to the short-term phrases that sound cool in much of the lyrics out there. I don't attach to them, but if there's depth, a message, some meaning, I can grab onto that. And Jay Z has a lot of that across the various songs, but it's very specific, very specific. So let's get right into it. I took notes on the parts of the video that had to me the most, the uh, message they resonated with me, or there was something there to take away from it. And then, In the podcast episode description, I believe I will include the links to the times in the video where these are said with a description of them. So if you want to go back and check, or you could just watch the whole video, the options are yours. So one part he was talking about, oh, uh, success and fame, and narrowed it down at the end to the goal is not to be successful and famous, but to live your life through... Your abilities that you have, your skills, the things you shine through. That's the goal. So also it's a good thing to listen to someone who's done a variety, a multitude of the things because they know the pathway. They've seen it. Things in life are not so out there or surprising. There are paths. And people who have done the path know. Yeah, so living your life throughout your ability. So if you are in the cooking mindset and you see yourself making different recipes and combining flavors that and doing that and sharing that with people will outdo any sort of success and fame response you get from people on the street or something it doesn't attach to your thing person on the street says oh can i get a picture great oh here's a new house great but i'd like to do this cooking thing for example could be a variety of things everybody we all have we all hit on different interests that we have so i thought that was poignant later on in the interview he mentioned oh talking about things having a dialogue this is a necessary feature if you want to move forward things happen regardless of if you talk about them or not so if you hide them They just sit there. If you have a dialogue, you bring out energy toward them. I've talked about this lately. Doing is obviously number one, but talking about it toward it is just, it's not just as good, but it is quite good because it propels you to action. It's necessary to have these dialogues in your life of things that matter. If you don't do that, they just sit there and they never were talked about, which is actually kind of sad because they were left alone in the abyss now another thing so he talked later in the episode about how he didn't really feel racism recently until when he challenged the status quo so to translate this to all people separate from that concept is life and its responses they it shows its cards when you challenge it so sometimes you don't know the rules until you push against them. Could be in a power struggle, a dominance hierarchy, a game you're playing, a video game, uh, people, social dynamics, a business, whatever it is. You don't know the limitations, the rules, the pricing structure, like the the amount of cost that you can charge unless you push against it at times. You don't have to do it every single time. But if you always let things remain at a comfortable level you don't know where the barrier actually was you could be losing 50 percent 100 percent not 100 well, yeah if it doubled but a percentage of the efficiency or value you would be gaining just by not checking out of fear or worry of the response if you have it in you to challenge do so or else it's just a straight loss Yeah. Now, a next concept that he presented was that everything is connected. So don't forget that the person there, the person there, the other person there, the ecosystem, all the parts are all connected. We can't disregard one part. It comes back to get you later. Good thing to think about. We're never separate. We're never an island. Even if you're on an island far away in the Caribbean or the Near near Europe, somewhere in Australia, somewhere you're connected to the human ecosystem. Now you you don't seem as connected as if you're in like a public place, New York or Los Angeles or Hong Kong, Shanghai, somewhere. But it still is the case. On to the next topic. He talked about uh, the streets where he grew up and people on the streets. A lot of conflict, conflict being created by people just saying, hey, what you looking at? Which, what did that come from? He said, because you saw the person in pain. And they were basically saying, oh, you see me. You can see me in this pain. And sometimes that led to fights or shootings. Because people don't want to go at their pain. Figure out where it's from. Their anguish. How did this get here? So instead, it's, what are you are looking at? Oh, me? Yeah, all right. Or like a bam. Some sort of punch. This comes from, I want to avoid that pain. I'm putting it aside. You see me in this pain, therefore I have to get you. Many people respond like this, even if they're not in the streets, because they're avoiding it. It's heavy if you don't usually touch it. The pain or the anguish or the things you don't understand in life. It's easy to walk away from them, but it's not that easy because things get more difficult later on. I like this one part. Jay-Z said, I love people. I want what's best for people. And then he talked about being rich. uh, Without people, being rich would would, would be very boring. What would you do at that point? You're just some rich person with no people around. Rich and you could go even further. No, I'll leave that part. But rich people or being rich is only comparative. It has no intrinsic value. Which is also why maybe you don't want to attach to things that are comparative versus your own attaching to what fits you, your cooking endeavor, or your interest in social connectivity or growing fruit fly farms. I don't know if that's a thing, by the way. But also he said, I love people. I want what's best for people. I also have said similar. I'm a people-oriented person. Now, on to the next point. He mentioned the strongest thing a person can do is be vulnerable with their feelings, not guarded. Well, this is true. If you're always running from stuff, it's easier, but that's not strong. Now, it doesn't mean to go out on the street and tear up, which is kind of, who would do that? Imagine that somebody just walks out on the street and starts tearing up. But putting out the things that you are worried about putting out verbally, or content wise, that that vulnerability is that strength. You wouldn't have done it if you didn't feel like, okay, I got this. I can do this. I can say this. Good. He said, you cannot expose all truths until people around are ready. And they have their truths too. So sometimes you can't do all the things you want to do right away. This is where patience comes into play because you may wanna change things up, say this or that, but in fact, somebody around you needs a week, needs a month. Now, it doesn't mean to always delay, assuming that people aren't ready yet, but take it into account. Give it a little try. If you get some pushback, look at why. You say something like, I wanna make this life change. Somebody around you is too hesitant, or it affects them and they feel bad, so they get mad at you. You have to look at why. What's their reasoning? Would some time help? Maybe it would. Yeah. A lot of topics I'm going over in this episode, by the way. But this is what I like to do. The concepts. This video was just released in a discussion. Will anybody analyze it like this? I don't think so. I feel like I might be one of the only people who analyzes it like this. Same thing with research papers or books. I look at the messages. And as I'll mention in a future... Concept in this episode, yeah, I will. It'll it'll be two two things later in a couple of minutes. I'll talk about that. So next one, he talked about new rappers. They're in this white hot space of like, oh, you're the new guy, and wow, you're cool and you're the it guy, which can happen in many different fields. But what he said was, it's not about being in the white hot space. It's a very small space. This is also true for people who have large amounts of celebrity very quickly, or loads of attention in a short time span in their life. It's not about that. It's a very short time. It's about finding the truth, your own truth, and things that suit you forever in your existence. Not that little shiny time. We don't live forever in that little shiny time. It's just an opportunity to explore, if you will. It's kind of like college as it is described but college is more of a not white hot space but like a learning period with some experiences on to the next thing which i just alluded to a couple minutes ago he said we have an obligation to further the conversation it's okay to be smart for example like in his case when he talks smart people would like make fun of him you're talking smart who do you think you are so if you have some intelligent voice or some poetic voice, or whatever your voice is, it's up to you to push that forward. Or me, let's say I like science, neuroscience. I think this material is cooler than almost any popular content because, to me, it represents what causes people to do what they do hormonally, evolutionarily, biologically. So it's up to me to say that and repeat that and mention it and discuss it and do interviews. Because that's my end of it. If in 10 years, scientists are the new cool, well, neat. I was good now, and I'm good then. And then it wouldn't be the case if I didn't speak up. Same thing with every other community that built up a voice. People had to start saying their stuff. It might be you for whatever your thing is. Now, another thing he mentioned, you don't turn your back on the community that uplifted you or your time is out. Yes, if you ever build up a community or you're part of it and they lift you up, you have to keep them in mind. If you just let them go and you assume, oh, now I'm up here, you don't have your foundation anymore. And when you don't have your foundation anymore, you lose it. You lose what you have and it all goes away. You can't just sit On top, it's like the passive income thing. Like, I'll just build a passive income business that brings in income. It doesn't really work that way. If you notice, some of the most wealthy people are constantly doing deals and whatnot. Partly because it fits their personality, but also it it fades away. Having without doing is way less comfortable than doing without having. One of them is illusory next one thing he talked about kanye west being a compassionate person and he said a lot of times trying to help others gets you in trouble so you will find this many times in existence you put more energy into something than the other person could handle you tried to help them too much gets you in trouble you gave them too much free credit at that time so it's kind of like the person on the street i mentioned earlier saying what you looking at because you saw them in their pain if you help someone more than they're used to It's almost like you're having them visualize their own lack of ability where they're at can make them feel weak, can make them feel like they don't deserve it when they don't deserve it. They're like, what are you trying to do? You're trying to mess up my time. Okay, I'm going to mess up your time, even though you were trying to raise them up in some form. So you have to always be cautious with your outward help. That's a key point. One thing he talked about after that, and this is, I think, one of the last points I'm bringing up from this video. The best place to be is right in the middle of the pain, where it's most uncomfortable when you have a situation that is painful. Because that's where the goal is. That's where your effort is. That's where you grow from. Most people don't want to look inside themselves at such a time. And so they walk away from difficulty or some form of pain or whatever it is that's getting them off track. You want to be right there, in the eye of the hurricane, as he said. That's where you feel the weight of what's happening. If we don't feel anything, we don't need to be here in life. The whole point was to feel things and do things and see things and learn things. If you're avoiding, you're just postponing. And then you have less ability later. You're more vulnerable. And not in the good sense of vulnerable, but like the, you can be destroyed by smaller things vulnerable. That is a summary of all the points through the video that I thought were nifty. I'm going to link to them in the episode. I also want to add in, in one or two parts of the interview, it was quite good. The interviewer did quite a good job, but did some slight cutoff when Jay-Z was talking. And made me think, yeah, when you're interviewing, you always want to let the person flourish. Because I could see a couple of times where... I was quite interested in what was about to be said and then it got a little bit altered by the questioner and then you feel like you can't get that back. So that's one thing about interviewing, he did quite a good job so I'm not going to take away from that, but a a couple little times I noticed that occurring. If you're doing an interview, you want to let the person flourish because that's why they're there. It's a discussion, but we want to get the best. Out of it. Let the person shine is what I wrote in my summary there. Cool. That is a summary of that YouTube video. I've done a lot of talking here, which is great. Always good. This is episode 31, a summary of Jay Z's YouTube discussion. Not YouTube discussion, the discussion he had with the New York Times individual, I believe, named John Paquette. I don't know if it was John but something Pequit or I forgot his name. I have no recollection of his name, but he exists and he also was the interviewer. I thought it was great. You might want to check it out too. And I will leave summaries in the description. Thanks for listening. Episode 31. Glad to have you on here. If you made it this far, you could comment on the website, arminstrivanian.com slash podcast. Uh, on this episode, and you could comment depth, the word depth, maybe hashtag depth if you want. But yeah, depth, D-E-P-T-H. That might be cool. But if I don't see any comments, that's okay too. It would just be interesting to see who made it. All right. Until next time, keep it rolling. December is in the building.